Greetings. Welcome to the How We Do Digital Ministry podcast. I'm Christopher Harris, founder of Faith Growth. You can find us at faithgrowth.com, where we help our church clients build their digital presence and engage with their communities online. On this podcast, I have a conversation with a church leader and ask them to share how they do digital ministry in their community. Today, I'm talking with the Reverend Tim Skank, the rector of the Episcopal Parish of St. John the Evangelist in Hingham, Massachusetts. Father Tim, please introduce yourself and tell us how you do digital ministry. Well, first of all, Christopher, it is great to be with you today. It is, uh, it's, it's pretty wild. How, how do I do digital ministry? Um, you know, I, I never thought that I would be a televangelist, um, <laughs> but, but here, here we are. I, I'm not a very wealthy televangelist, granted, but, uh, but after 62 weeks of being exclusively online, I, I, I kind of consider myself to be, uh, to, to ha- have had a glimpse into that word. I'm still not asking people to kind of touch the screen, you know, to be healed or anything like that, but, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been wild. So I'm, I'm here in, in Hingham, Massachusetts, which is on the South shore of Boston. And um, we have been actually back in limited capacity uh, in-person worship for the last few weeks, so three weeks. And we are slowly easing restrictions and all of that, which means that we have now embraced what I, I call hybrid ministry. And so, of course, we have one congregation, but we have two audiences. And so we have some folks in virtual pews and we have some folks in physical pews. And, and that's really, um, that's, that's what we're doing right now that I intend to live stream until the second coming. So we are, <laughs> we, we started live streaming uh, when the pandemic uh, started, uh, you know, we, we shut down on our last, in-person service with, you know, with, with all the trimmings and trappings was March 8th, 2020. I still keep a, uh, I still keep the bulletin from that service on my, uh, on my desk as kind of a holy relic at this point. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, but, but, but here we are and, and we are, um, we're, we're, we're doing the hybrid ministry and I, um, I actually think that this is a great opportunity for the church. I kind of kick myself for not having been an early adopter and, and, and having been live streaming previous to the pandemic, but, uh, but we definitely um, jumped onto it. And for me, this is all about, um, it's about theology ultimately and, and not technology. You know, um, it's not about just pressing a bunch of buttons on a video camera. It's, it's really about sharing our faith with as many people as we possibly can. And so to me, hybrid church is about inclusive church. And so, you know, it, it used to be right that, uh, that if you wanted to go to church, you had to show up at a particular time on a particular day at a particular place. And now that's really all out the window, which which I think is is a great thing for for the church. And so, um, you know, uh, it's we're able to to bring church to people who um, who are not able bodied. We are able to bring church to people who are perhaps sick 
or who are mm -hmm. homebound or who are on vacation or who um, don't live in the same zip code or, yeah. or to, my, to, to my mother <laughs> who, who turns in from, from several states away. And I think that that's, uh, that's really, um, that's been a great opportunity and, and something that, that I hope the church continues to, to do. I like that hybrid church is about inclusive church. I think, I think that's a wonderful statement of what we're doing uh, there. Um, what have you found like, I mean, you know, for, for instance, I remember I participated in one of your services uh, when it was all online and I really loved kind of the coffee chat, if you will, before the service, because it was, it was very personal and very easy way to connect um, and making sure you know, kind of that checking in and that banter uh, uh, between you and your, is it Vicar or Associate Rector? I, yeah, I Associate, yeah. yeah. Jack, we'll just say yeah, Jack. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but you know, I just, I, I really like that um, and thought it was a nice way to kind of start before, you know, the worship uh, technically began. How now that you're coming back um, and, you know, doing the hybrid, how are you making sure to still connect with those at home and they're not just watching, uh, you know, people worshiping mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. building? No, it's, it's, it, it, thank you. It's a, it's a great question. And, and, and that was one thing that, uh, that, 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 that resonated for a lot of people. So we, we did this pregame show and it really started the very first Sunday that we went online. And, and partly it was just out of necessity. It was like, okay, we need, we need some kind of buffer while people are kind of tuning in and, and, and we didn't just want to like be, you know, turn it on and be like, Hey, here we go. So, yeah. so we started this, uh, I don't know, it, it's almost like the, uh, some people have referred to it as the Regis and Kelly or <laughs> whatever show. Um, but it, uh, what I think people really liked about that was that there was a little bit of a, a peek behind the collar in, in some ways, and it was just sort of authentic. Now, granted, some people hated it. And, and, and what I told them was, it's okay. You don't have to tune in early. You can just tune in at 10 o'clock and avoid the whole thing. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, but that's, this is one of the, um, this is one of the challenges. I, and I think one of the things that people liked about it was that there was a certain intimacy to mm. that, right? Cause you were just sort of right there and we were talking to you and, it, and it's different when you're live streaming a service where you're parading around and investments and, and all that kind of thing. So I, I think, um, and, and I'm not sure exactly what we're gonna do about that, if, if that particular way of engaging was, with people was just going to end up being, that, that's what we did during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But it does speak to the importance of being able to engage with an online audience um, when you're live streaming. You know, I, I, you're right. I, I, I think uh, it, it's, it's not particularly, I mean, you know, one level it's nice, but it's not completely compelling if you're just watching other people worship, right? Um, and so, so what do we do? So, so one of the things that, that we have done, um, that I've done is I, I've been very intentional, for instance, during the announcements, of not ignoring the, the folks who are joining online, but of welcoming yeah. them. Um, and I think that's really important. One of the liturgical things that we do is we've uh, continued to keep a, a brief um, prayer for spiritual communion during the service. And so after, after, we, um, 
after we bless the 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 bread and the wine um and <laughs> rather than kind of hold up a wafer to the people on tv and be like ha ha you can't you can't get <laughs> you know so so we have a we have a prayer for spiritual communion that, that that we say every week recognizing that there are those who are participating who would like the, all the benefits of the sacrament but who can't physically receive so that's that's another thing uh, that we do. But one of the most important things that we've done is we've added a digital usher ministry. And so for people who are, uh, um, we, we live stream on, um, on Facebook live, you can also get it on our, on our website for those who aren't on Facebook, but we have a digital usher who was specifically assigned to, uh, welcome people when they show up, um, ask people to share where they're from, like their prayers, you know, uh, and, and, and also just share links to any announcements that, that I'm talking about or say, okay, this is, this is who's preaching today, or this is, this is what the reading is. And I think that, um, that all of those ways of engaging are, are really important. I, I don't want to, to just ignore the, um, the digital audience. They, they, I, I like to say that virtual parishioners are real parishioners and, yeah. and I don't ever want to have a, a second, second class, uh, second class parishioner um, scenario. Yeah, so, so it sounds like y'all are just being intentional of how can we make this interactive and it's not just show up and watch what we're doing in this building it's you're with us and in the ways that the technology can facilitate it we are going to include you and interact uh with you which yeah and that brings that personal connection i think that's that's, that's the hope i mean it's it's different right and um you know, during the pandemic, we were able to to really read and everybody's prayers. Uh, you know, as they came in in the chat, we could we could name them as well, and that's that's changed slightly. But um, but I don't I don't want to lose that entirely. I mean, and actually, frankly, that was one of the surprises um, of of pandemic worship for for me. So okay, this is New England, right? It's kind of a formal, larger congregation. You know, we're stiff upper lip kind of thing. No one's yelling out prayers. Nobody's, nobody's doing that, right? But, uh, but online, people were really vulnerable and sharing prayers, and we were able to pray as, as a community for people's concerns. And I, and, um, I, would, hate to, uh, I would hate to lose that completely. Yeah. Well, that'll be, you know, some, I think the the excitement as we move forward is that we get to kind of trial and error it to see how, what is going to work, what's going to be the most meaningful for your community, uh, uh, you know, is, you know, to do corporate prayer, what can that look like in this hybrid situation? No, Just like you discovered in the totally online situation, how it worked well. <laughs> right. No, that, that's totally right. And, th and this is one of the things that, I mean, and, and you're, you're hinting at it, that that I really, um, I hope that we hold on to is that um, that spirit of innovation and creativity and flexibility and trying new things and seeing what sticks. And that's been amazing to, to mm -hmm. see and, and certainly in, in our context, but also hearing from, from other clergy and other lay leaders in, in parishes all over the place. It's been, um, it's been really exciting to, to see that. And I would hate for that, for that sense of experimentation. And, um, uh, you know, e even, even when you fail, it, you know, I, I would hate for that to go away. Yeah. 
That's true. Cause we did, you know, we didn't worry about it. It was just like, let's, we got to try something to keep the connection going. And, you know, we weren't overly critical, I guess, of ourselves. Let's just, and then, okay, that worked good, but we'll keep doing it that way. Oh, that didn't work. Let's, you know, right. let's right. try and, it. And, and I do think that, that uh, parishioners during this time were particularly forgiving, yeah. um, which, which helps. So I hope that they keep some of that too. I mean, you know, it, it was, uh, it was very easy to just, shut the doors at one level it's a lot harder and more challenging to to um to to open them and uh you know and, and every everybody has opinions now that it's an interesting thing because i i saw someone post yeah there was a discussion kind of about is it realistic to do online and in person together you know like pastors are tired and things and it was the comment that stuck out to me this is a facebook post yeah. the comment that stuck out to me the most was this this pastor she in illinois she she didn't mind doing because apparently they're doing an online an in-person outdoor and an in-person indoor and she's like i don't mind leading the three services i'm just tired of dealing with all the complaints <laughs> and, um, yeah. and, which i can see where that would resonate it's like we we do need the permission uh that we're kind of well not permission i mean we need the, our congregants if you will to keep giving us that grace and to journey with us and help us figure out how to do it well, I mean, absolutely, and and so I mean, th this has to be a, a communal journey as we as we enter this this new phase. So one of the um, the, the the motto that that we've been using here at St. John's uh, throughout this this re time of regathering is is be faithful and be flexible, <laughs> and, and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm asking people to do is to. You know, let, let's pray our way through this, but also let's 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 be flexible because you know we're we're trying, <laughs> we're trying our best here. I just wrote that down. I like that. Be faithful and be flexible. That really, I mean, well, I think it'll serve us well even as we're coming back together. But in the future, you know, sometimes we get a little too. This is the way we've always done it, and you know, we joke about that as a church, but. We sure live into it every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never, never heard. Of it. <laughs> so, um, tell me, can you uh, give uh, maybe an example, or if you've had a particular encounter that you would like to share of where you've seen God at work online? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I really think that the church has um, has been broken open in some some really amazing. Uh, and in some pretty radical ways, and and a lot of it's just just what we're talking about it that that spirit of innovation and experimentation, um, which has come bursting forth. I you know I I see God very much in that, and um, that's uh, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, but as you say, uh, the, the, the whole way we've always done it, um, is a, is a pretty strong, strong vibe. And, and to see, see the vessel of the church be broken open. I think that, um, you know, people realize during this time, I mean, we've always known it intellectually that the church is not a building, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. We've always known that. And yet people also have, um, come to really value sacred space. And I think that both of those things can be true at, at the same time. They're not 
they're not mutually exclusive. And that and that's been pretty pretty beautiful to to behold. It's been um, it's been fun to see um, how people have recognized um, even through through home practices, whether it's Sunday school or um, or daily prayer on Zoom or whatever. People have realized, hey, this is this is great. I I can do this. I can participate in this way in this new format, and and it's 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 really life giving. And yet the joy of being back in the building, even if they're wearing a mask or, or not able to sing right now or, or whatever is, is, is pretty, uh, is pretty amazing to behold as well. Yeah. Um, it, it really has broadened our perspectives in a lot of ways, uh, the online and, and the connections. And I would even say in, not just in spiritual ways, uh, but, you know, in some of the secular ways, I mean, there, you know, a lot of people worked at home and were able to successfully do that and be connected, be connected with their, their life, their, I mean, their, their faith life, they were able to connect on life, their work life. And, you know, although it didn't go so well for the kids, they did connect their school lives. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's true. There's, there's this, um, there's this terrible word that I've, uh, encountered, um, Fidgetal. I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, PH, you know. So, and it basically, it yeah, it basically talked about blending physical space with digital space. And we've been doing this for for a long time, just in the in the world, business, um, uh, commerce, all of these things. And I I think that the church is um, has just been, you know, maybe backward, maybe in denial, maybe not wanting to to think about that. But the pandemic has really brought that to the fore. And um, and and I think that that there is a real place for for faith in in both in in both brick and mortar and in the digital world. And um, I, I just I just hope that that we continue to to look at that and and, and embrace it. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I really, what I really enjoyed about the pandemic is I felt, you know, my life has been online since 1994 at this point, mm -hmm. or well, that was when I was, well, I was getting online then, it was mm -hmm. just, internet was so different then, um, <laughs> um, but, you know, so this has been a big part of my life, a part where I've made friends and a part where I've grown, and it's just been wonderful that, hey, the church came and, you know, came to my world and is a part of my world now that I experience every day. And, um, and it's, you know, it's, it's affirming uh, uh, when, you know, when the, when the church, you know, sees value in what you, you've always been a part of, you know. Uh, um, and so for me personally, that's been a good thing that the pandemic just something, a nice little cherry on top. Yeah, of it. Well, it, it, it took the church like 25 years to get there, but in yeah. a pandemic, but here we are. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's kind of sad in one sense when we think about the loss mm -hmm. of life on the other side of that. that. And and that's right. And I don't I don't mean to uh, to say oh look the pandemic has been great for the church. You know, yeah, obviously yeah. there's been a tremendous amount of pain and suffering and grief and 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 of course we um, we grieve and acknowledge that. But it has um, you know. But but once this once this pandemic genie has come out of the bottle um you know you, you can't put it back we can't pretend it's never yeah. happened well and that's some of the you know and you know to, to bring it back to our theology i mean that is the redemptive work of christ in all of this too i mean there is redemption in the death and the suffering and um so hopefully yeah we are better on the other side of this um, um 
you know, but yeah, we still had to go through it, which hasn't always been the most fun. Um, but yeah, now to take us kind of in a deep, dark place, but let's bring us back to some more fun. Uh, what, uh, has there been anything that you would say was a big uh, digital failure uh, that you've tried and what have you learned from it? Well, it, at least I was never that, uh, that cat lawyer, you know, that went viral a while. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that, yes. so, I, so I didn't, I, I didn't have anything like that. I, I mean, I think that there are, there are technical failure. I mean, there's always going to be technical glitches, um, yeah. right? Um, but I think the the hardest part, and I, and I don't know if this is a failure as much as a sadness, is you know I recognize that online church doesn't resonate for everybody, yeah. and um, you know that's that's been hard. It's been. Uh, especially hard, I think, for children who were on Zoom uh, all day, and then they're like, and then it's like, okay, time to time to go back online and for for church. Um, so I I think that's um, that that's been that's been tough. Um, but uh, and and also just simply the fact that there are always going to be people who just aren't online at all. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, uh, precious few uh but they're there and god loves them and we need to love them um and uh you know one of the things that i discovered during this pandemic is that and you may not know this um but these uh these these things that we carry around in our pockets all day that you know you can go online and you can do twitter and you can do all this stuff they actually have this function where you can press some numbers and talk to someone <laughs> Uh, you're gonna have to you have to tell me more about that. Yeah, I, don't yeah, know I, I know it's it's uh, it's shocking, but um, but uh, but you know one of the things that I've loved about this time too is is what uh, I don't know around here we we refer to as crowdsource pastoral care. You know, people really took one took care of one another in, mm -hmm. in this community in in some ways, whether it was calling people on the phone or writing cards or you know what reaching out to people or helping with groceries in the early days you know all, all of that stuff yeah. and, um and and that was uh that was pretty pretty inspiring to to behold nice ways yeah that we all came together um tell me what is one piece of advice that you would offer your colleagues mm, i think that recognition that every single context is different and that uh, you, you just, you really need to be authentic to who you are as a community of faith. When you start to think about a digital presence, um, you know, asking that question of, of wh why is this Im important and you know, we don't all have to have or, or try to have the production values of the Washington National Cathedral with a communication staff of 25, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th thankfully. Um, so it's, it's really just to, to think about your own digital identity and to be authentic to that. And that's, I, I really think, is the most important thing. And it's fine if it's you know, homespun or, or whatever, but, but just being, being faithful and authentic and, and recognizing what it is that, that feeds the people in your own context yeah. is, is important. Well, I think that, you know, to me, the way I take that, to, that, uh, 
that guidance for me was like, okay, it really just comes back to, we have this story that we've been called to share. I mean, you know, we've experienced this transformation and, um, and now we want to share that story of Jesus with others. And, you know, and then just, we're going to do it to the best of our ability that we've been gifted and our resources and our context and not to be, you know, just like we'd even say in an offline context, you know, don't be looking at that church down the road or how that pastor does it. You know, it's, how have you been called to do it? Um, and, you know, God has kind of promised that God would show up. <laughs> yeah, no, that, 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 that's absolutely right. And, and, and the other thing that I, that I love about this is that there are a lot of people who have these skills uh, who have not been tapped by the church to, to do anything um, uh, ministry-wise. I mean, this, this is ministry, right? So yeah. we, have a, we have a group of people now who are doing the live stream, running the live stream, and there a lot of them are people that have not been invited into areas of ministry, particularly before. And, and I love it. Now, we call it the stream team here, here at St. John's, which, you know, I, I'm like, okay, I, I like that. It rhymes, um, except we have a doctor on this, on this group. And, and he said, you know, Tim, um, you do realize that that's, that's at the hospital. That's who we refer to. Those are the urologists. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, all right. <laughs> you know, that's why context matters. <laughs> um, so any thoughts as to what the church may look like in five, 10 years? Yeah, I don't really know what it's going to look like next month. <laughs> um, but I, I do hope that um, that we will have fully embraced uh, this, this sense of digitally integrated ministry and that it will be used not, again not not just because we like playing with with these toys but so that we can continue to form disciples and to and to and to teach um, teach people about Jesus and to to spread the good news as far and wide as we possibly can yeah wonderful um is there any question that you think I should have asked you or IE, is there something you wanted to talk about? We haven't covered. <laughs> you know, I, I think we, uh, I think we covered a, a, a lot of territory. This was, this has been, this has been a lot of fun. And, and I, you know, it, it's almost as if we, we could, uh, we could have this conversation in another six months and, and see, see what we've learned. I mean, this, this is what I love, why I love what you're doing is because we are, you know, this is all evolving in real time. Yes. We are all learning from one another and sharing things. And I, I think that that is so important. So I'm just really grateful to you for, uh, for keeping this conversation going. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's kind of, it's one of my fun gifts. I enjoy chatting about it. So, um, um, so no, thank you. That's all the time we have for today. I want to thank you, Father Tim, for being our guest on how we do digital ministry. I want to invite all you wonderful listeners to be sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast, either on YouTube or in your favorite podcast player that you're listening to us in right this moment. Uh, Father Tim, how can our listeners find you and follow you online? Uh, wow. I am, I'm not particularly uh, elusive. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Father Tim. 
Uh, I'm on Facebook, of course. You can always go to LentMadness.org if you're if you're interested in in Lent Madness and the Saints and and all that yeah. kind of. Thing. Well, there's a whole other conversation. We yeah, it's a whole other conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Written some books, you know, but uh, it's uh, it's all it's all out there somewhere. Google. Google. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you even have an Amazon author profile. I mean, they can find you everywhere. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks for listening today. Uh, we'd love to connect with our listeners in other ways, too. Uh, we have a private Facebook group cleverly named How We Do Digital Ministry. Uh, it's a place where you can uh, ask for help, see what other churches are doing. It's a place basically to continue this conversation in between episodes. So there's a, there'll be a link in the show notes to the Facebook group. We invite you to come join the conversation there. Um, also, you can ask questions. Uh, we're planning a Q&A show where I'm going to answer all questions digital ministry related in a few weeks. And we're going to be collecting those questions inside the Facebook group. So go join and ask your digital ministry questions. Until next week, I wish you peace and blessings. 